0: There was a last-minute hearing that took place on March 29th in the Daybell case. The hearing talked about witnesses and victims and what the definition of a victim is and who in that case would match that definition. But what Lori Vallow Daybell's lawyer, Jim Archibald, said has me perturbed. And what wasn't mentioned, of course, in the hearing was what Jim's words and intentions would and could actually mean for trial. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So now, let's get into it. The last minute hearing riled up a few people and absolutely tore a strip into Kay and Larry Woodcock, the grandparents of JJ Vallow. And what I witnessed in this hearing was insulting from the defense, in my opinion. And I only could imagine what Lori's dumb smirk on her face looked like while it was happening. I bet it would have topped all the past facial expressions put together. Before I dive into Jim Archibald's verbiage, let's just talk about the gist of the hearing. Judge Boyce wanted to talk about who the victims are in the case and who's classified as a victim, but he said...
1: The matter the court wishes to address with the parties today involves the attendance of victims in the case as it relates to also the exclusionary rule. I'll note that under Idaho Rule of Evidence 615 there are provisions for the exclusion of witnesses. And under Rule 615A, it states that at a party's request, the court may order witnesses excluded so they cannot hear other witnesses' testimony, or the court may do so on its own. And then it talks about who is exempt from that exclusion.
0: So basically he's saying that if you're a victim and a potential witness, that he doesn't want you in the courtroom during trial listening to others' testimony, if you're gonna be called up. Now, we heard from Rob Wood from the prosecution and Jim Archibald, of course, from the defense. Since the death penalty has been taken off the table for Lori Vallow Daybell, and for those of you who are wondering, it's not off the table for Chad Daybell, as their cases have been separated and severed. So since it's off for Lori, the list of witnesses have been reduced right down. In fact, Jim Archibald said that most witnesses for the death penalty phase have now been changed. He says he intends to call very few, if any, witnesses. Now, Rob Wood then reads what the definition of a victim is and said,
2: that a victim is an individual who suffers direct or threatened physical, financial, or emotional harm as a result of the commission of a crime or juvenile offense. That's the actual definition of a victim. So someone who suffers emotional harm as the result of an offense is a statutory victim. We believe that Kay Woodcock is a statutory victim and Larry Woodcock is a statutory victim. Uh, Kay Woodcock is the um, biological grandmother and I guess now legal aunt of J.J. Vallow. Uh, She's also someone who cared for him for the, I believe the first seven months of his life.
0: Now note, Kay's son is the father of J.J. Vallow. Charles Vallow, Kay's brother, and Lori adopted J.J., therefore making Kay, J.J.'s aunt legally, but biologically, Kay is J.J.'s grandmother. Now we've seen Kay and Larry fight for the kids since day one. It was Kay that found out where Lori was in Rexburg, Idaho and started all of this investigation going. In fact, Kay found Lori's purchases on Amazon the ones where Lori was buying wedding attire while Tammy Daybell was still alive and still very much married to Chad Daybell and Lori was charging all of these purchases on dead Charles Fallow's credit card. She is a real piece of work in my opinion who tends to get away with a lot in my opinion we cannot forget about these little tiny details because they're big they all add up so rob wood outlined who he defines as a victim in the case he said kay and potentially larry he said it would have been annie cushing but no longer because of the death penalties off the table annie is tylee ryan's biological aunt we've seen her in many tv specials throughout the years on the case and annie has her own youtube channel as well she's also been a special guest here at it's a crime now also on the list it said colby ryan who's tylee and jj's brother and summer Shiflet, lori's sister now, here's where we get into what Jim Archibald says. And at first, it's fairly tame, like it's no big deal. He's going through the process, but then the shenanigans begin.
1: Our position is that Colby Ryan, uh, as, the, as the names were read, Colby Ryan is the only one who qualifies at, under uh, the statute to remain in the courtroom as a victim. Uh, we do not believe that Kay Woodcock and Larry Woodcock or Summer shiftlet meet that definition.
0: Now that's pretty tame, just stating matter of fact, this is what they believe and talked about being witnesses. But then here's where it gets really interesting and John Archibald's wording, I'm gonna share what that would also mean that hasn't been discussed, of course, in court or on East Idaho news. And I think it's awfully crafty of Archibald.
1: We don't believe a biological grandma or someone married to a biological grandma fits the definition under our law. We don't think that an aunt uh, meets the definition of a victim under our law. Uh, And so that would leave the uh, siblings of Tylee and JJ, the only uh, half-sibling there would be Colby Ryan. The children of Tammy Daybell would be, uh, victims. Uh, and as far as we know, they do not plan to attend this trial. Uh, so any uh, siblings of Tammy Daybell, a spouse of Tammy Daybell, a parents of Tylee, JJ, or Tammy. Uh, if, and so an aunt or someone married to an aunt does not fit our Idaho law as a victim. So we would ask to exclude uh, Kay Woodcock, Larry Woodcock, and Summer Shiflet.
0: Now, when I first heard this, my mouth dropped. I can only imagine, like I said, the smirk on Lori's smug face as this was being said. It actually gets worse. And I wanna note, Jim Archibald says, any siblings of Tammy Daybell, spouse of Tammy Daybell, well, the spouse of Tammy Daybell is Chad Daybell. He's in jail. Parents of Tylee and J.J. would be Lori. Nope, she's in the courtroom as the defendant. And Tylee and J.J.'s parents, in this case for J.J.'s, Charles Vallow, oh, he's dead. And Tylee's biological father, oh, he's dead. I mean, both are murdered. Rob Wood responds, and I can only imagine his thoughts because you could hear him, like, seem a little flustered. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for, is flustered. Listen to this.
2: But yet we're going to sit here and say that a grandparent is not an immediate family member for purposes of a murder of a grandchild. Uh... A grandparent who clearly falls under the definition of a victim under subpar 5a of 5306. I would I would note, um, based on counsel's comments, uh, although they're not on this list, there are there is that uh, Samantha Williams who and um, Jason Williams who are sister and brother-in-law of Tammy Daybell who could potentially be witnesses as well. Wanted to bring that to the court's attention. I would, I would note, Your Honor, that 5306 itself does not define who uh, the immediate family is, uh, but it does define who a victim is. And someone who has suffered emotional harm is absolutely a victim. Um, and I, I think especially in a case such as this, to tell a grandparent um, they're not allowed to watch the, the trial of, the murder of their grandson, someone who was a big part of their life. Uh, I think we really are running outside what's intended by this statute and what's intended by the Constitution. Um, And I think legally, absolutely, no question about it. They, uh, Larry and Kay Woodcock, meet the definition under 5A of what a victim is. They have suffered emotional harm, there's no question about that. we often go to the the subparent 3 on the immediate families, but that, again, that does not define who a victim is.
0: Archibald wanted to do a rebuttal at this point, but the judge piped in and he said, you know, first let him say what he needs to say. He said he's not saying they aren't allowed to watch the trial, but he was talking about material witnesses, that if they would watch, they would be prohibited from testifying. Okay, so are you ready where this gets worse? Archibald says-
1: Under our Idaho adoption laws, when a parent terminates their parental rights that likewise terminates the That person's parents rights. So under Idaho adoption laws a a Grandma who has a, a son terminate their parental rights is no longer a grandma under law so uh, To call Kay Woodcock a grandma that may be a name that she gave herself but since her son terminated his parental rights. She is no longer a grandma by law. And so to say, to for the state to say to kick grandma out of the courtroom is, is outrageous doing that here. She's not a grandma. She is an aunt, a sister to Charles Vallow. And so uh, the Idaho adoption laws would support our position.
0: Oh, Let's see what DNA says about that, Mr. Archibald. Let's see what JJ has to say about that. Oh, wait, he's murdered. And so is Archibald going to bring in that Laurie is a mother or isn't a mother? Is that where he's leading to? Because which one is it? Because Charles would be the great uncle if looked at biologically because Charles is Kay's brother. And Lori would be a great aunt under, you know, through law because she's married to Charles. You see how interesting this is? Here comes that aunt thing. He goes on to say.
1: That no one is kicking a grandma out of the courtroom because the the only grandma would be uh, Lori's parents uh, or Tammy's parents. Uh, Certainly, certainly uh, Kay Woodcock and Larry Woodcock. Although very fine people uh, met them, they're very interested in the case. I don't have anything personal against them, but they do not meet the definition under our statute.
0: No. Listen to this one line. They are very interested in the case. No, it's not about being interested in this case. They live and breathe it because three people they love were killed. You think that they would want to be there for entertainment? Like, get out of here. So disrespectful, but... Then again, look who he's representing. The judge says that you know they don't have to make a final determination until they get into the evidence phase of the case, so he wants to be careful. But Rob Wood says, mm, would it be possible for the state to submit a briefing and have it in by Friday, which there is a deadline by 5 p.m. to do? He says the state has a concern to wait until the evidence portion of the trial. Rob says, we can represent Kay and Larry Woodcock have taken great pains to be here for the entire trial while the defense may say that she's not a grandma, she is definitely jJ 's grandma. How much more pain does Lori want to inflict on the family? I mean, I guess that's a rhetorical question because clearly, you know, here we go. He says Kay and Larry have made a great emotional investment now nate eaton from east idaho news we love nate he said victims will be permitted to submit impact statements or speak during sentencing hearing before boyce issues his decision and here is where i go aha victims will be permitted to submit impact statements so let's think about it the only person that the defense wants as a victim or want identified as a victim is colby ryan and he made sure to say that he's a half sibling to that as well which is interesting now he wants to get into the biology of it right but not for Kay and Chad's kids won't be at the trial so scratch that as victims and Colby he has a bit of a colorful history now with his wife I did do a video on that so not sure if Archibald's going to use that against him but likely so so if Kay and Larry aren't classified as victims guess who's not doing a victim impact statement Kay Woodcock and Larry Woodcock Kay has been part of Lori's target in this whole case. Remember, Lori lied and said that JJ was with Kay because Kay told Lori that she had cancer and made up some more BS. And the money from Charles's insurance went to Kay. Lori had an issue with that as well of course and then an issue with Kay and now what better way to take away all the witnesses because it's no longer a death trial and then take away one of the biggest impact statements that would be said in court from Kay and Larry Woodcock. You can't ask Charles to submit one he's dead. You can't ask Lori because she's sitting on trial because you know a mom would be classified as a victim and you can't ask Joseph Ryan Tylee's dad because he's also dead and mysteriously in. At that in my opinion there's no one left what do you think the jury's gonna do they have less and less to go on as the days go by and the less the better for the defense screw that I say it will be interesting just how ruthless this is gonna get now that we see Archibald's true colors I can't even believe I'm gonna say this but I'm gonna say it I think he's worse than John Pryor in my eyes at this point the truth is in the details ladies and gentlemen and I bet that smirk on Roy's face was the biggest it's ever been in that courtroom this is so angering, and I just want to say one more thing remember that hit list aka Chad and Lori's rubric of dark and light those are the people that were dropping off like flies so we can't forget that list and Kay seemed to be on that list and Kay was dark so here's what Kay and Larry had to say about this whole situation I can't even imagine how they're feeling They said, we continue to be victimized by Lori every single day, living life without JJ, Tylee, and Charles, then again, by possibly denying us the chance to be the face in the courtroom seeking justice for them. We made a promise over three years ago to Tylee and JJ to see justice prevail. We will fight until we have exhausted all options to keep that promise. Kay and Larry hired Shannon Gray, an Oregon-based lawyer, to fight on their behalf. You may notice the name as Shannon Gray is also the attorney for the family of Kaylee Gonsalves from the Idaho Student murder's case. I have that playlist in the description box below, or you can check that out on my channel. Kay and Larry also said, we appreciate the outpouring of love and support from all of you after the hearing. We were completely blindsided and heartbroken at the argument made saying we are not JJ's grandparents and should not be considered victims in this case. We appreciate your prayers as we fight to keep our promise to JJ and Tylee. The prosecution and the defense had until 5 p.m. Friday to submit written arguments on the issue. Boyce said he would issue a written ruling on the matter. Stay tuned for that. Let me know your thoughts below on this tactic. I read all your comments. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you in the next video.